Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Man of Steel by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Rory Spence. You can find me at Hangover Reviews and Dog Hair Presents. Cool. And today on Man of Steel, we're talking about minute number 115. And the minute starts with Superman embracing the world's engine's gravity. Uh, and then the minute ends with Guardian being cleared for its attack run. Um... So, we get the conclusion of yesterday's dismal minute, uh, and uh, yeah, Superman, uh, again, I guess, very Christopher Reeves yeah. moment for him. He, despite the power of the gravity field, he's able to still fly through it. I think he's using it. He's using... I think he's like influencing like the gravity field that's being embraced on him. And then, like, manipulating his own gravity field around him for him to be, like, I'm going to, like, use it because against Jor-El him. Because jor told him that he could manipulate gravity, right? He told him to keep pushing. <laughs> we just kind of assume that it's like, oh, yeah, well, you learn that you can influence your own gravity field. We know in comic books that, like, he can control that, so. So is that what he's doing? He's just. I think that's what he's doing. He's con- in control. He's using the, the gravity that's being used upon him. You know, as well. Hmm. I think he's just counteracting I think it. it. That's how I read it. He's just he's pushing so hard that he's and he's more powerful than it. Hey, that makes also a lot of sense too. Yeah, because he's Superman. I mean, obviously. Because I think what a lot of people thought was that it was depowering him, and they're like, "Well, if he's being depowered, then how does he have any superpowers to begin with?" Mm-hmm. But it's like it's not. It's not really that. It's just an intense amount of gravity. Yeah. And for a superhero that, you know, his flying comes from manipulating gravity, then he can do that. He can he can fly through it if he if he really, you know, pushes his limits as as Superman, you know, even though it's a novice Superman and he's still learning like it, it goes back to like, you know, Cal is still the strongest Kryptonian that has ever lived. I mean, he he's, yeah. he's the last son of Krypton. He's got all of Krypton inside of him, so. Yeah. And like losing that kind of restraint and pushing that that much uh of what your superpowers can do, he is able to to fly through the the gravity well and and uh basically puncture through the world engine. Mm-hmm. Um I, lo- I love the sound of him flying up. That like quick, quick. Uh, wow. Oh <laughs> I don't yeah. Know how to do sound effects? <laughs> well, he like goes straight up into the world engine, yeah. and then like pops out of kind of like the top right yeah. of it. Yeah. You see it just kind of like. I've always loved that that type of like how any sort of like indestructible thing can like just like go through a giant machine and just like destroy it kind of mm-hmm. deal. Like I just always love that. Similar to earlier um, in the movie, I noticed when I, I rewatched it when he goes through the mountain when he's first learning. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It looked look kind of similar to that, but the opposite direction, really. Yeah. Maybe like clean cuts right through the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've always I've always enjoyed that shot. That's a good one too. Um, it's just cool to think about. Like I'm indestructible. I'm just gonna like blast right through this. Mm-hmm. Just kind of bullhead right through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get like little bit of superman yelling as he kind of yeah fights the gravity machine and yeah just a really good good superman moment really i wonder if this was like a really like 
I don't know if things are ever awkward when you're like filming things, but like this kind of like intensive, intense like style of like looking and like it's just a camera shot that's on you. It's not like they put a giant fan on his face to like have like you know a reference or anything like that's that. That's what I was thinking. I think it was like uh, what is it called? Like um, when you uh, it's like what are those things that you use to like clean floors and it's like a super powered like it's like a air jet not like the the waxing thing that like spins the buffer thing no it's like a it's like a little tiny turbine wind thing that like kind of like a pressure washer but it's a it's air air? but like let's say you mop like let's say i don't even know why i'm trying to describe this like you mop (laughs) a floor and then you bring out one of those like air jet things i've never seen that before in my life you're a liar i promise you i've never never seen seen somebody dry a floor with like an air wand i don't even want this is probably not what they used but it's like you so like are you asking like how they get the ripples on his face yeah i thought it was just post-production shit man what do you think rory i think it would find this thing probably be easier to blast them with air than to impose i think it looks i think it looks real i think it i think it's yeah, something. we're thinking that like he, they did they used some sort of air pressure. Device. I mean, like I know of of that. I know of like air air tanks. Is that what you're trying to say? No. What do you think I'm trying to say? Like a pressurized I'm, air tank. That's what I'm saying. This thing looks like a circular thing that you put on the ground, and then it like. Oh, like if like you're like if like the carpet floods and like you like lift it up and you got to dry it. No, now you're thinking of a wet vac. I'm, I'm not, not talking, talking about, about a wet fact. I'm thinking about like if if like you got like flooding and there's carpet, like they they rip up like one section and then they put like this circle turbine thing under it. It looks like a turbo boost in a car, but bigger. And it <laughs> yeah, like, it yeah, looks that's like what we're that. saying. And that's it blows air about. throughout the entire floor to dry it. That's how you dry carpets when you get a flood. Well, usually people use it on like not carpet floors. I mean, maybe I've, I I don't know if I've ever been in like a building that has like a janitorial staff after closing that is mopping up. They'll have those. They'll have like, like, uh, I don't know, like a basketball court or like a convention center. seen it on basketball courts. Okay. Yeah. We've, yeah. I've seen it on basketball courts. I think we're done here. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, you're thinking they just like held one of those big things up on his face and was like, yeah, just blast it. And that's what they did. That's, they were just like, hey, just stare at this thing. And they just blast them right in the face. It almost looked like it would. I wonder if like they like. He looks like he's straining a bit. What if he was like lifting weights that they just kind of like took out for a minute? What if he was like doing like deadlifts at this moment? And they like <laughs> that'd be a good use of of trying to show strain on someone's face. Yeah, they could film doing deadlifts. Yeah. yeah, or he's just a good actor. Or maybe <laughs> he's just a good actor. Yeah, you never know. Um, I do love the sound mixing. In mm-hmm. this minute, is good there, timing. Yeah, the, well, that. Um, but also the one where it's like once it punctures through the world engine, and like it has like its kind of depowering thing, and like the water decides that hey, we don't want to be floating in the air anymore. <laughs> yeah. It comes back down, and then we come back to the Black Zero Metropolis, and the gravity uh, machine stops, and then you get like these little little sparks of electricity inside the machine mm-hmm. inside the black zero like underneath it and i like those the most but then yeah you hear like that kind of like infamous like bassy like depowering yeah kind of engine thing 
Um, There's a lot of debris in the sky that just seems like it should be falling on top of like Perry and, and Steve and Jenny. I don't know how close that debris is in the sky, like around them to them, but like I remember in past minutes and stuff. And then in this minute too, that shows us that it starts to fall down. Do we see that in the next film? Debris? Like when the Black Zero decides to stop and Bruce Wayne's like, hmm, and then does the debris fall from it? I don't know. I think we... I don't think we see... I think we just see the plane flying into it. The plane. Yeah. Way to spoil it, Nate. <sighs> oh, my cool. bad. Um, yeah, but I think this is a really good sound mixing moment. And it doesn't stop there because we also get like the world engine itself decides that once it's broken into pieces, it, it like it explodes. One puncture. Yeah. Of Superman kind of like he must have hit like every single support beam in that world engine. Yeah. Going like, through it. Right through the uh, the core of it. And yeah. It, it like, just decides to break apart. It decides to, hey, you know what? I'm also going to explode. Yeah. <laughs> and then explode. So, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty good sound mixing. It makes it really, uh, I don't know. It, it feels, um, like pleasing because it's been earned. Like this machine was fighting Superman and like the black zero almost killed these people. And it's like, so when he, when he, you know, has a Superman moment and he punctures through the world engine, you just feel so like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's like all the sound mixing and the explosion. You just kind of feel like, yeah, that was nice. That was cool. Um, but yeah, it, uh, there's a sense of, uh, disbelief from Perry, Steve and Jenny, right? P- Perry doesn't react. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch it, he, he's the only one that doesn't react of the three of them. His face stays the same when it shuts down. Yeah, maybe he's just... Maybe he doesn't believe it. Maybe I've been in this business long enough. I don't believe <laughs> it until it's in the newspaper. Maybe he's just done with the whole situation. It's like, damn. Yeah. I don't know he is like in the opposite <laughs> direction, but he still just... He doesn't, he doesn't turn around. He doesn't do anything. Huh. He's just not phased. What do you mean you can't be sure? You Unless know? like they were just filming like their reactions separately. No, that's stupid. That doesn't make sense. No, but yeah, you, you, you see, about? you see the like the light disappear behind him, and he just doesn't doesn't do anything. He's just unfazed. Maybe he's just like that that hardened. He's just yeah. I think that's I like it. White. I like that he does it. I'm not trying to criticize it. I enjoy that he just stays. I mean, he's still got a task to do. He's still got to get Jenny out, doesn't he? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> they still have to do a lot of work right now. Yeah, like, it's not over. It's like. It, maybe it just stopped. Maybe it's going to keep going. And that's why you got to be like kind of on your let's toes. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, yeah, come on. I've been in an eye of a hurricane before. So like, I don't know if I could describe this, but like. I've, I've been in the eye of a hurricane before. You want to tell you a story? I had to like. No, it's just not it's not that great. All right. What, eye of a hurricane stories? Yeah. The eye of a hurricane. I had to like go up and put a tarp on a roof and like only had like a certain amount of time before like it just started to whip up, whip up again. Yeah. It was intense, man. Don't take that away from me. I'm not taking anything away from you. Um, then we come back to Northcom Air Force. Do you think he is this like? Hmm. How long was this ordeal? Was it just a few minutes? Did he? Did, did yeah, Nathan Hardy it's... have to circle around? Is he just like constantly like? All right, let's just put it on like you know real slow cruise control, five mile an hour on a plane. I don't know how. 
I don't know how those work. You have but like, to. Did he circle around? Did he have to come back editing, a couple times? The editing makes you think that Superman got it like very last minute. But like if you edit it the right way and like you kind of have like these three. Wait, let's see. You have General Zod and doing his thing with Jor-El. You have Superman and the World Engine. You have uh, Perry and the gang on the other one. And then mm-hmm. you have Northcom Air Force. Yeah. So you have to cut all four of them and line them up so people can watch them all simultaneously. Uh, and then you would see that Superman kind of does this a little bit earlier than what it shows in this minute so that it lines up better. The way it's edited is to show dramatic like tension. Yeah. But like in the in terms of like the timeline, uh, I almost said Steve Trevor. Uh, Nathan, Nathan Hardy, Hardy is just driving straight towards the Black Zero. He hasn't. He doesn't have to change course or anything. The entire time. Nope. Does it make sense? I know it makes sense. Like it makes perfect sense. I mean, obviously, and we get it in a little bit later minute. I think that we're going to be covering next week when you know the scout ship and General Zod actually enter. So it does chronologically make sense. But how? Was this just like, how long was this ordeal? Was it really fast? Was it like thirty minutes? Did it take? How long did it take Cal to beat the World Engine? Is what I'm saying. Versus, <laughs> how long does it take Nathan Hardy and Lois Lane to get to Metropolis from where they were? Mm-hmm. It's just perfect timing. I think I wrote down good timing. Uh, I wrote down good timing question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Clarification. I wrote question mark there. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I mean, obviously it's dramatic effect and it's a movie. Okay. Like there's got, uh, you know, the hero's going to save it in the nick of time, but it, you know, it, it does happen a lot in Superman comics. So I'm not like, I'm, I'm not holding it against it. I'm not saying it's annoying. I'm, I like it. It's good. It's just, I want to know if Nathan Hardy had to circle around Metropolis <laughs> a couple of times in the, in the <laughs> ship. Yeah. I don't, uh, sure. I don't think so. I think he's fine. I think he knew what he was doing. Um, I guess so, because it does like add dramatic effect for them to be like, we're getting really close. This is almost it. Like Everybody's on the phone with each other, waiting. Yeah. So they're cleared for their kind of attack run, um, which I think we said before, but this kind of seems like another film franchise called uh, Star Wars. I don't know if you heard of it. Um, but yeah, so they're cleared. Mm-hmm. Let's blow this thing so we can all go home. Shoo. 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 Sure. Sure. And, you know, cool. the, sh- the shield is down kind of thing. It's kind of like maybe Death Star 2. That's what like. I said. There's no shields, though. But, like, the world engine wants the shield. Now it's gone. Oh, yeah. There was the gravity field. Yeah. Gravity field is shield. Okay. I get you now. So, yeah. Isn't, is this kind of like the trench run? Is this the Death Star? Now they're cleared for their. They can drop the payload and call it a day. Yeah. And then, you know, they're also going to dispatch Darth Vader, which is, you know, General Zod and Feor and all that. Yeah. I'm just going to take that as a yes. That this, yeah, I just think there's a similarity you. there. Yeah, yeah. no, okay. I, I can definitely see that. I never thought of it until you pointed out, though. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just because. Hey, man, if it works, use it, right? Yeah. The trench run? The storytelling of like that oh, kind yeah. of scenario. You know. 
get from point A to I'm point sure there B was even their villains in the way that try to stop you. I'm sure there was other films before Star Wars that use this, you know, World War, some sort of World World War planes and. Well, that, that some... scene is made up of shots like that mimic. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the movie, but a, a war movie. Dogfights. Yeah. Yeah. That's a specific one that he mirrored a lot of the shots of. Hmm. Cool. Um, do you guys have anything about this minute in particular? No, my main question was if Nathan Hardy needed to circle around. That's it. That's, it. that's a great. That's a great question. Just, I just feel like that's so realistic. Uh, what about you, Rory? I just wanted to say that um, I know I said in the last minute that I wanted to hear John Williams on this, but I really do enjoy of these last two minutes the music, the Hans Zimmer score. Mm-hmm. I think it really yeah. complements this scene really well. I'm trying to think of some kind of thought I had about his his um his uh his score on this film and it's a very uh my thoughts were like it's very godlike like when you hear this kind of music and like the superman like it's it seems like it's like you're i don't know like it's very like godlike is the only way I can say it. is like it sounds like super like like it's a like some sort of music that'd be playing for like a god who like comes in and like has like some sort of interaction with mankind and like that's why it's like we, the didn't music we just can... see that what didn't we just see that what in, in wonder woman yeah. yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> um and so like that's what like this music feels like to me and he does a great job of having i don't know i always get like this sense of like power n- well i think of light I think of like sunlight sometimes when when I hear like the music in this film. That's like, a good thing to think of. Like yeah. if I had synesthesia, it would be like I think of like this very bright holy light coming from like like breaking through the clouds and like like hitting me and like that's how I feel like when I listen to like the music in this film. It's like that's what it feels like. That's a theme of Superman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like that's why it's so good in this film is because like that's the sense that I get. Um and you know that he does a great job of also like sh- like kind of uh not so happy music in this film mm-hmm. so yeah. that when that does poke through it's very like damn that's superman because that kind of music yeah you know comes through so the, those are my uh disorganized thoughts on that <laughs> i like them yeah i yeah uh, one of I my favorites yeah hopeful is the the best word to describe the score in general it's very hopeful. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It really is. Um, what were you, what was uh, what was it like when you first saw Man of Steel, Rory? Uh, it's, it's, it's a strange one because as I say, I've always been a big big fan of Superman, and I remember uh, coming out of the the cinema and not being a hundred percent in favor of it. Something that just didn't didn't sit right with me the first time I saw it. I'm not even entirely sure what it is now. But I, I didn't enjoy it that much. Well, I enjoyed parts of it, but there was other parts I didn't enjoy. Uh, but since we're, since rewatching it, I, I do like it a lot more. But I can't I can't work out what it was that didn't sit right with me the first time. Usually it's just because it's it's something totally different than yeah. what we're used to in a Superman film, but. 
I guess there um, is there is still parts I don't like of it, but um, yeah, on the whole, I do enjoy it. it you're yeah, probably right. Absolutely. I just wasn't. Um, I just wasn't. It was maybe not what I was expecting or something. I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there's still parts of it. You know, me and Nate have done it minute by minute. Yeah, and there's yeah. still parts that we are like, mm, could have been better. Could have done this better. You know. Yeah. Um, but overall, as I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, in my opinion, I don't want to, you know, do you still have problems like with the film overall? Or you just kind of, you just kind of like it now or? There are certain things I, I don't like. Um, like I said, I do enjoy it a lot and probably most of that is down to Henry Cavill. Yeah. Cool. I think that's one of the fairest reviews of this film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Um, have you seen it a lot since, or are you just kind of every now and then? Yeah, every now and then. I've seen it maybe probably about four or five times in total. Cool. Um, and you said you've seen Dawn of Justice only once, right? Yes. Yeah, just in the in the cinema the first time. So the theatrical cut. Yeah. Not a fan of that one. Uh, not not so much. No. Again, there are parts <laughs> of parts I did enjoy. And I do want to revisit mm. it and see what what's it called the, the ultimate cut is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh yeah. The ultimate. That's it's a very uh, good. It's very good. We could <laughs> probably. We'll we'll have to help you out. We'll we'll get you a copy. <laughs> well, um, I've been intending to watch it. Um, just need to find the time, I guess, because it's as long as it. But yeah, <laughs> I think my problem with it was three hours. <laughs> yeah. I think my problem with it was uh, more that like Batman and Superman together in comics is one of my my favorite things. I love their relationship, and I just I, I think I was just disappointed that it wasn't better. To be honest, and I, I I know that's a bit unfair. No, I mean, it's no. it's kind of like going back. You're, I'm I'm right there with you. Like Batman and Superman are my favorite. Um, you know comic book character entities especially yeah. all the stories and stuff like you can't have one without the other so seeing what you know at, at first seeing um you know especially theatrical dawn of justice i know i was like i'm not entirely sure of how i feel about that whole movie and then you know but then as time went on it, it my opinions changed so yeah. Yeah. i've actually Whatever. i've got a i've not rewatched this so i don't know if i still feel this way but uh after i saw it i made a video on my channel uh, I can't remember even the title of the video, but uh, basically my thoughts on it in regards to Superman specifically, and it was kind of just that this this it never felt like Superman to me in that movie. I think as well, it never felt like my Superman, and I know that's like a sort of fanboy thing to say, but it never <laughs> felt like the Superman I know and the Superman that I I wanted something to go like. You probably hear this as well as Superman fans. You hear, I don't like Superman, he's boring. I wanted something to mm-hmm. point people towards. A modern Superman that I could point people towards. The mainstream audience towards and say, that's why he's not boring. And I never got that. Hmm. It's, uh, I, I, I agree with you. But again, I'm I'm speaking for how I felt when I watched the theatrical version. Yeah, okay, I'm well, trying I to remember what it was this. like. I need to check out this. I'll no offense, I'm not trying to like you know yeah. you know rag rag on you for it, but like uh you know I I do remember thinking that Superman was very, very dull, 
Yeah, I need to rewatch the theatrical. theatrical cut. It's very dull. I need to rewatch it. I think I have it. I have it. Like yeah. it's included with my. Oh yeah, that's the true. The edition yeah. includes the the original theatrical, and the the one that's on HBO is uh, the theatrical one. So, is it? Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, I didn't. Know. But mm. like, I'm trying to remember what it was like for me to see that film the first time in theaters, and I really liked it. But then again, I went in for Wonder Woman. Like mm-hmm. I went, it was like you know me in line. I was like. I'm here to see this movie yeah. because not for Batman or Superman, but because I know Wonder Woman's in this film mm-hmm. and I want to see Wonder Woman and she doesn't disappoint in the film. Uh, so for me, I was like, all right, mission accomplished. Uh, absolutely. I agree and then that. she did not, she did not disappoint at all. <laughs> yeah. So, but then like, if I was thinking about like, well, maybe if I was that kind of guy who was like, if I went to that movie, like you, like wanting that Batman V Superman, fight like like oh they're gonna fight each other it's gonna be great like if i went in with that kind of mentality i can see myself being disappointed mm-hmm. i didn't even want and, to fight oh, that's not what i wanted yeah. i wanted them to get well yeah, yeah i didn't even want them to fight too yeah. um but there's always that one person who's like oh i want to see them fight yeah, or it's yeah. like you know i didn't want to see them fight I don't... more than one person especially for this movie and the <laughs> yeah. marketing yeah <laughs> they obviously someone Everybody. wanted it because they put that in the title um and then like yeah maybe you're going in because you're a huge batman fan uh in which case maybe you were happy because well maybe not maybe well i was gonna say because you know warehouse and the warehouse scene and you know ben affleck's batman is super cool and the alfred's super cool and it's like but then you also got the batman who's like running people over with his car and blowing people up and it's like maybe you have that as well and then so that could be hit or miss, depending on how much you like Batman. But then Superman, if you went in just to see Superman, because you're like, oh, Superman's awesome. I, you know, Man of Steel, you know, he learned how to become Superman. And then it's like, this film is kind of like, well, did he become Superman? Yeah. It's like, not really. It's not, it's not that easy. And then you're like, what? That's not, I thought he was going to be like polished Superman by now. I thought he was going to be like, like all-star Superman at this point. But no, he's still not even there yet. So... It is kind of a disappointment. But then, like, the film tries to be like, well, it's, you know, it's like that for a reason because apparently the Superman that we've been asking for will be in Justice League. Mm. So rumored at this point, but, you know. Um, I just looked so up the, the, what my video was called when I talked about that. Just if people want to watch it, it's called Why the World Needs Superman. Great title. Cool. Hands down. So reference to <laughs> Superman Returns, I don't know if I mean. Don't know if many Which, people that. I was gonna say share that on social media so we can find it, and we'll yeah we'll spread that around the world. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. <laughs> um, uh, have you seen the other ones, Suicide Squad and yes. Wonder Woman? Yep. I Suicide Squad, I thought was okay. A lot of people seem to hate that. Thought it was fine. It was a bit of fun. I didn't love it, but I didn't. I didn't hate it either. I liked some of the performances on it. Some of them were a bit mm-hmm. strange. No real problems <laughs> with it as a whole, though. But uh, Wonder Woman, I loved. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> Seems yeah. to be the general consensus. Yeah, it? it was. It was fantastic, Solid. and I was so apprehensive about seeing it. Because uh, I just I didn't want to be disappointed again, and I th- I felt it was possibly even more important 
just looking at the the landscape of female-led superhero movies. Mm-hmm. It was important to get one right, you know. So uh, I was so happy that it was that I enjoyed it. You know. Hmm. I don't want to uh, talk too much about it. <laughs> yeah. But I do think it was it's it's more. Not only was it important for the DCEU to quote unquote get something right, but you know, because I don't believe that. Because I like. Dawn of Justice and Man of Steel. Uh, Suicide Squad, you know, just sit in the corner. We'll get to you later. But, um, you know, Wonder Woman was important for that franchise, a shared universe. Wonder Woman was important for female films, uh, women, uh, people of color, films like that. But I think that Wonder Woman also really gave us uh, kind of a return to what a superhero is meant to be. And for her to kind of learn that, War is not something to ask for. Fighting yeah. people is not the way to go. You know, to do things with compassion and love, and you know, like stuff like that is like that's the whole point of superheroes to be inspired in that kind of way. Like, it's not about hitting someone really hard. It's <laughs> yeah. about <laughs> not hitting someone and getting someone to change, like you know, people to change their 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 opinions and their lives and whatnot. So, really important film in all kinds of ways. But yeah, absolutely, absolutely a great film. Saw it again last night for the third time. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> uh, Johnny wanted to see it again. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's just like hard to, to not talk about it because there's so many parallels to Man of Steel in that. But Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll get there. I guess it's yeah. better to, to, to save that for the save Wonder it. Woman thing to go Wonder back Woman and compare. Yeah, we'll, we'll get Man there one day. Um, cool. Um, before we head off for the week, Rory, did you... If someone wanted to... Um, get more superman knowledge from you yep uh what kind of book or movie or tv show would you be like hey i want you to go check this out for sure uh well i always think the best uh my favorite there's a lot of origin stories in the comics but my favorite sort of superman origins is uh birthright by mark mm-hmm. wade that's uh, uh definitely a good one to check out uh definitely always tell people to read all-star superman yeah also, if, if people are have haven't watched Man of Steel, if they're they're interested in getting in, I would point them towards Superman Earth One, the first graf- graphic novel, which is essentially oh, yeah. the same story but with a different alien instead of Zod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that not Zod in that book? No, it's we no. talked about this before. It's like the um oh gosh, what's his name? I can't remember. He's like the uh, he looks like a Star Trek alien. Yeah, he does. Oh man, <laughs> white <laughs> and black <laughs> face. Yeah. I always thought he kind of remind me of Steppenwolf, but you know. This is three. One's at my house. Okay, well, too bad. Um, anyway. just, we had the same conversation about with someone, and they were like, "Oh, his name is this." And well, we, I remember we opened that book to look at the the world engine device thing that they had there, which was basically a giant drill. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, by any chance, if you have more listeners in Glasgow, there's a exhibition at Kelvin Grove Art Gallery of uh, Frank Quitely's art, who did All Star Superman. And it's really? uh, well worth checking out. It's open until October. Damn. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it says. Um, I think we're going to have Tony as Daniel here in our town. Oh, yeah. Pretty soon. Yeah. That's and he like did Superman weeks. Unchained, did he not? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Tony as Daniel is going to be in Orlando pretty soon, I would think. But besides that, 
Rory, thank you for joining us this week. It's been a blast. No, it's thanks really for cool. having me. Yeah, it's been fun. It's my first <laughs> movies by minute ties. podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you want, we'll get you to check out Donna Justice Ultimate Edition, and then maybe yeah. you can join us. Was there anything in that film that kind of like piqued your interest? Something that you would really want to talk about if you wanted to join us for oh, next season? Uh, have all the Wonder Woman minutes been requested already? <laughs> Nope. Um, mostly, mostly uh, Batman, Superman moments. I oh. know one person wanted a Lex Luthor moment, but yeah, no Wonder Woman minutes. I would, are... I would love some Wonder Woman minutes because I'm a cool. huge fan of Wonder Woman as well. As, or if there's awesome. any interesting yeah. tie minutes, you know. Damn, that sounds cool. Yeah, absolutely, no problem. Uh, we're gonna be actually. Um, hitting up all our guests that have been on our show and we're actually scheduling them right now for next season so okay. it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah um but yeah thank you for joining us nate did you have any closing words for this week no i'm put I'm, i got the no i'm good i can't <laughs> just just someone yell at he's, me about he's too busy he's too busy reading uh earth one his name gosh yeah. i always forget it it shows him what is this in volume three but yeah, yeah that has the world engine stuff gosh it's something like so simple and it's like Oh, God, doesn't matter. I'm sorry. No, I'm done. I'm good. Cool. Alrighty, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for this week. If you enjoyed everything you heard, definitely check out Hangover Reviews with Rory over here. And uh, Nate and I also do Tarantino Minutes, a minute-by-minute uh, podcast about Reservoir Dogs right now. And then leaving us a great review on iTunes. We'll read those out over the podcast. Um, they really help us out for our show as well. So definitely check that out. You can also find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and uh, TooOldMedia.com as well. And we'll catch you guys next week here on DC Cinematic Minute.